It is Monday, the 14th of December, 2020. Kate Max is our guest today, so we're going to be talking about strip clubs and swingers parties and OnlyFans and dick ratings. <laughs> because you're listening to the Handsome Genius Club Radio Show. That's right, kids. Today's show is going to be reasonably not safe for work. <laughs> Hello, my name is Kingdom, Anthony Kingdom James, your hero, your host, your Uncle Kingdom, a.k.a. Anthony Redgazer. Uh, yeah, today on the show, well, uh, let's go back a couple of weeks ago, and I'll, I'll mention this during the interview. A couple of weeks ago, uh, we were talking about swingers parties in New Orleans, and we were talking about, uh, we were talking about sex stuff and stripping and blah 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 and i uh all i could think and i said on the air was i should be asking kate max about this so i contacted my friend kate i said hey you want to come on the show she said yes today is the interview so uh i'm not gonna waste any time i'll tell you what let's just uh let's get to the record scratch and then the interview hey kids welcome to the show whether you know her from the Naked News, from Young Swingers Week at Hedonism, or from a feature performance at a strip club near you, you know your life is better for knowing her. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Handsome Genius Club, Kate Max. Hello, Kate. Hi, Anthony. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Your name came up on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago. There were there were a couple of stories back-to-back that I thought... Um, well, I know who I should be asking about this. And I just decided, well, uh, you know, let's get her on the show and uh, and see what's going on. The first, I, you know what, I'm going to mention one of the stories right off the bat, just, okay. just to get your opinion. Now, I know that you you do a lot of hosting at, the, at Young Swingers Week at Hedonism. Yes, I do. I, I emcee the naked pool parties there. Um, I teach uh, a lap dancing class for couples and individuals, and I also teach a seminar on the high massager, which is um, basically a power tool for your for your lady bits. <laughs> <laughs> power tool for your lady bits. It plugs Very in. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, so the story that I did on the show that 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 brought you to mind was. The naughty in Nolens convention in New Orleans, oh. where 41 out of 300 or so people that attended tested positive for COVID-19 afterwards. What? I, I did hear about that. Yeah. So my entire question is, what the fuck? <laughs> Who? Like, I mean, are... Are the Young Swingers Weeks going on at Hedonism right now? No. Um, actually, COVID hit as I was on my way there this oh. year. I was actually in Toronto performing, and I was on my way uh, down to host a party, and everything just got shut down and locked down. Yeah. So um, it, it turned into us um, deciding not to do all four parties this year, which were supposed to be March, uh, July, um, October, and pretty much like right now. Yeah. So 
um, it was it was just a decision that had to be made and it had to be made fast. Um, and our group, we we allowed people to um, purchase insurance like once COVID hit, so that they could like rebook and not lose um, their vacation. Right. Uh, so we, we kind of did everything we could, but, uh, it was just like for our group, we just thought it was the best idea not to run the the party. Almost everything that you do got shut down this year. Yes. How, how, how how do you survive it? Um, well, I, I, I think I'm pretty lucky. Um, I, I don't really like stress out that much. I kind of just, I'm really good at rolling with the punches and I wasn't disillusioned into thinking that this pandemic was like a a couple months. Like when it first started, I told myself, I'm like, this is what this year is going to be like. Like, I don't want to be negative, but I just had this feeling that this is going to be a struggle, especially those of us that have high contact jobs, like giving lap dances or hosting swingers parties or anything of the sort. I was like, I need to, come up with a plan. So thankfully I, I've been doing OnlyFans since 2017 when it first kind of um, came around and I've just really been focusing on that and um, creating um, an online space for myself to still do what I love to do and um, be free sexually, but not put anyone else in danger. Mm. How did you first find out about OnlyFans? Um, I had left my job at Naked News and I was uh, starting to tour across Canada as a, a showgirl and I I started seeing um, certain porn stars posting about OnlyFans and I, w- I was kind of like, this is probably the avenue I need. Like my struggle with Naked News was I felt very uh, censored at times, even though it's funny because it's Naked News, but um <laughs> I felt censored in like certain ways, especially like expressing myself sexually and um, just sharing certain things about myself. And I kind of, I saw OnlyFans as this like cool opportunity to basically like make your little corner of the internet, however you want it to be. And it kind of, it fit all the pieces for me. So I was like, you know, this is like social media, but I actually enjoy this more because I'm not constantly getting kicked off Instagram for side boob or a butt like i don't know so um only fans was like my safe little space where i could like be naked and do all the things i wanted to do and be sexual and you know explore different kinks and fetishes and yeah, yeah it's just uh it j- was the right fit for me personally is is there a conversation you have to have with yourself or with uh people in your life when you're you're starting an OnlyFans and you you have to like what's the decision process like between I'm gonna post cheesecake photos of myself and I'm gonna post myself actually having sex? Um, I'd imagine that for most performers the struggle or the talk that they'd have with themselves is probably a lot longer, but as someone who was already hosting sex parties having sex in front of a lot of people live just because it was fun and someone who like has sexy friends that she shares sex with that isn't her partner, you know, like my lifestyle is very like, it It all felt like it was leading up to this. You know, I was already out very publicly as a stripper online to like my family, my friends, um, everyone knew about the sex parties actually. Uh, last year I was on a show called extreme love and 
had invited my family to visit uh, a sex club when it was after hours when they weren't open. Oh my! Just to share a part. Of, yeah, just to share a part of my life with them. Um, so coming out and like saying like, oh, I'm having sex on OnlyFans for money, or I do custom videos for people and like do like jerk off instruction videos. I feel like everyone who already knows me would just be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that <laughs> sex thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So the talk I had with myself wasn't really that huge of a leap. I was just like, it was more like, finally, like, yeah. I can do it my way. Like, this is this is going to be great. Okay. Uh, have you ever considered doing more mainstream adult film work? Or have you been, have you, have people made offers? Totally, I thought about it. Um, there have been a couple offers through friends that I meet at swingers parties, but like being at a party, I don't know how serious they are and um, we haven't followed up on it, but it, it's definitely something that has crossed my mind, especially with uh, things that I can achieve on my own, like virtual reality porn sounds really, really cool. Mm. Like that's something that I want to do while I still look like someone that people might want to watch in porn. <laughs> 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 so like, you know, that's on the list or like, um, you know, like just like, uh, fun things I couldn't pull off on my own, like fake taxi looks pretty fun, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, I've definitely thought about it. Uh, is there, is there a list of performers that you would really, if you got into a mainstream adult situation, is there somebody that you would like to work with? Um, right now I'm super into Gianna Dior uh -huh. for girls. Uh, and, I feel bad. I don't know the names of many male porn stars. That's okay. You don't have to. But I'm like I'm more. I fangirl the female for like porn stars a lot. <laughs> well, who who else do you fangirl for? Um, I've always liked Stoya. Yeah. Um, Riley Reed. Like I had a phase, like a very long Riley Reed phase. <laughs> <laughs> that was like um quite a while ago. Um. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few. My, if, if if someone logged into my Twitter, they would be like, "Wow, this girl's probably definitely gay." I'm like, "No, I'm just really bi." <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as evidenced by uh, your social media and your and your OnlyFans, uh, you one of the things I, I I like about your OnlyFans is how much work it's obvious that you put into it. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no, I mean. Um, uh, trading promotion with other girls. I, I know it's become kind of a, a cliche, kind of a, 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 a trope at this point that, um, oh, th things are going bad. Well, I'll just start an OnlyFans. And it's obvious the difference between somebody just, you know, my boyfriend took a couple of photos of me and I'll put them online and hope somebody subscribes to somebody who is, uh, taking it as a, as an actual, as work, as a serious business endeavor and putting work into it. And just the number of, uh, the number of times you promote other, uh, creators, which I'm assuming is, um, like a, like a swap that you're, it is. Yeah. So you're, yeah. you're, you're helping other people. They're spreading your name as well and uh, yeah 
and and you you uh, you had a goal recently of of uh, topping uh, a, a thousand subscribers, which uh, you you easily surpassed, didn't you? Um, I wouldn't say easily. Yeah. It was like a, a lot of like internal struggles with like how I wanted to do it, and like you know, like you said, like um, sharing other performers' pages. I always worry about seeming too spammy, so yeah. I kind of I put a cap on it per day. But yeah, it, it's been a lot of like um, basically like cold calling and reaching out to other performers that you don't know and striking a deal. Um, and also, you know, just working around restrictions like Instagram or Facebook restrictions where it's been harder and harder to promote as a sex worker. Yeah. Um, yeah, Instagram so, yeah, is I, really I do cracking it, down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been in Instagram jail a lot. <laughs> um, but, but I do treat it like a job. Like, I have had to invest my own money into coaching and training from girls that are doing, you know, phenomenally better than I am. Mm. Um you know, I've taken multiple coaching sessions. I also offer coaching to girls that are getting started or that are looking to like figure out, you know, how to increase, um, increase like just everything, like their numbers, sales and yeah. all that. But, um, I do treat it like a job. Like I, I have like a calendar that is by the hour, like what I'm posting, when I'm posting, when I'm shooting, like who I'm promoting, like, uh, it's, it's a lot and and it's something new so it's like you you constantly have to learn about it if you're trying to keep up. Yeah. And I think I think that's where a lot of people struggle um you know the people you mentioned that have their partner take a couple pictures or you know they take a butt selfie and they're like why haven't I made $1000 off of this picture? <laughs> you know? Um like uh it's it's one of those things where it, it's like as a sex worker coming from the strip club industry, it's like what we call a hustle, but it, it's a different hustle. Yeah. You know, it's like you're you're learning how to communicate online. You're learning how to project your personality online and get people to want to stick with you for another month and give them something that not every other performer is giving them in some way or another. So um, it's been like a huge learning experience. Um, uh, but yes, I did surpass my goal of, um, a thousand fans and I'm at 1.3 K right now. Oh, very nice. <laughs> One of the other things you've done is you've, uh, you've managed to lure a few of your attractive friends into your life of sin. <laughs> if I haven't mentioned it before, I mean, we know each other from, uh, from the strip club. Uh, I think I've known you most of my adult life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you did. Uh, okay. Uh, yesterday was legitimately my 20th anniversary as a strip club DJ. Wow. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Fuck. I've been at home most of this year. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yesterday, yesterday made, uh, as we record this, uh, yesterday made 20 years of it. So there are a few people that <laughs> have probably known me. Uh, you know, since they were, since they had their first legal drink. But, um, uh, from working together here in Toronto, uh, you introduced me to your, you're responsible for me meeting your friend, Devin Claire, who. Oh, yes. Yeah. I have the most ridiculous crush on Devin. Like. Who doesn't? She's gorgeous and she's fun and I don't think I'm up to that task, but I'd like to try. <laughs> But, uh, you now have her, uh, 
I'm assuming that you're the one who convinced her to get on Twitter. Um, I think Instagram's rules actually. Is oh, okay, okay. I, but I do help her with her Twitter. Um, actually, yeah, we talked about like how to get more exposure on her account. Um, anyone who wants to follow my hot friend, it's at Devin Claire D E V I N C L A I R E underscore. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Her butt, she's super hot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I've actually uh, she's been on my OnlyFans a couple times as well, and we've made videos together, which has been uh, a new experience for us as friends. <laughs> so, is that a thing where you say, um, uh, "Hey, we've been fooling around. Let's just point a camera at it," or is it, "Hey, uh, you've been on camera. Now let's do this extra thing." Um, for us, for our particular adventure together, um, we were friends as strippers and, um, we had made some, we had taken some pictures together and we were, we were traveling across Canada and I was, I had my only fans at the time and, um, it had started off as us like offering like a sexy shower video together. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into things like me serving her her birthday cake and smashing it on her body and <laughs> licking it off her vagina. And then it turned into like just all kinds of fun stuff. Like it's, it's, um, we have a riot doing it. It's like, it's this time in our friendship where we're probably going to look back and be like, Oh my God, we're all kinds of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what you're really saying is you have a lot of cool friends. I do. I think I, I have a lot of open-minded friends um, that are willing to help me with my OnlyFans and, uh, yeah, and have fun doing it. But, yeah, I have um, turned a couple girls to the dark side. You're not wrong about it. <laughs> okay. There's another thing that I saw in your OnlyFans that I am uh, – I don't want to use the word fascinated because that's <laughs> – that's, okay. it just doesn't feel like the right word. Um <laughs> They're intrigued. I am uh, confused and need to ask the question. What the fuck is the deal with cock ratings? Oh, cock <laughs> ratings are so in right now. Yeah, I, I've seen that a few places. So here's what I'm assuming is that enough weirdos were sending women unsolicited dick pics that somebody somewhere had the genius idea, why the fuck am I not getting paid for this? I, I think you could be onto something there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get the notion for this? And how do you ask a bunch of your friends to, let's form a committee? Like, where, where, but oh. <laughs> First of all, where, where did you get the idea for it? I got the idea... Um... It's only been really popular, I'd say, like the last year. So the first couple of years I was on OnlyFans, I didn't have interactions where people were like even wanting me to really see their penis at all. They would just <laughs> check out my videos and that's it and maybe chat a little bit. And now it's like this whole new wave of uh, customers and creators. And I think it was uh, someone had asked me for a dick rating and I was like... <laughs> Okay, I have to figure out what that is. Like, yeah. a couple times that's happened with me, like uh, jerk off instruction videos. I was like, I got, I got, I gotta like sign up for someone else's OnlyFans to figure out how to do this. <laughs> is is that what you did? Um, I, I looked around Pornhub a 
think jerk off instruction video is pretty straightforward yeah. and dick rating. Um, I'm a pretty creative person, so I kind of just make it my own, you know, like we go through certain categories on how to rate your penis. Um, and then I just do it by video and I send them, yeah, a video of me usually stripping. A lot of people ask for like newscaster dick rating. So yeah. I do like themed ones too, but, um, how I got my friends into a group of girls that rate dicks is exactly what you said. I messaged a bunch of my friends on Twitter and I was like, Hey, do you guys want to offer like mass dick ratings and start chat together? And anyone who sends us the dick pic, will send it to the chat and everyone can rate it out of 10. And <laughs> we send it back. <laughs> I just imagine that this is like, Olympic figure skating where everybody holds up a card and then you throw out the high and low number, you know, Pretty much. and then you get, you get a short adjudication, you know, you get, you get your key comments in there, uh -huh. um, your key critiques. And, um, I'm in a couple of groups actually with, uh, girls that I don't know. I just know them from online. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I've died at some of the comments. Like, some of them are great. Um, some of them are so brutal with their <laughs> ratings that I'm like, oh, man. Um, is, there, is, there ever, uh, is there ever any discussion? Like, is there ever any debate where somebody suddenly is, like, playing devil's advocate to defend a penis? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. I, no? think it, I think everyone keeps it very short and sweet. It's more like... Um, it's more like reading like Amazon reviews on a product. <laughs> you know? like, like, it's like a lot of like, this is my, my opinion on it. And like, you know, there's no uh, debate on, um, on critiques, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you said you get a score out of 10. Yes. That's the, that's, that's the industry standard cock rating is out of 10. Yeah, I think it's, it's a rating out of 10. It's <laughs> fantastic. It's just so... Look, uh, the reason I, I laugh about it so much is, is exactly what I said. I'm, I, th I think that, uh, that w women are probably getting so many unsolicited picks in their DMs that somebody just had the brilliant idea, well, if... You're going to fucking send me pics. I'm charging you for it. It's like, I, 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 think it's, I think it's a little bit of that, but I think it's also who doesn't like someone that you're attracted to telling you how good your junk looks <laughs> like male or female. You know, if somebody wanted to send me a video of them, like telling me how beautiful they thought my vagina was for five minutes, I'd be like, wow, <laughs> thank you for that. So like, I feel good. I feel hot. <laughs> okay. All right. So you you say who wouldn't want to hear that their junk looks good? What's yeah. the what's the lowest score you've ever sent somebody? Three. A three? Out of ten. What, yeah. What what was what was wrong with it? Um for my standards, it was just a little unkept. Um <laughs> and I guess the picture itself wasn't very flattering. Okay. <laughs> this uh um hot tip guys like if, if you want to send a dick pic don't don't send it from like straight on looking at the hole like <laughs> you know like you, you like as a female you, you want to see some balls you want to see some length you want to see 
you know, not what it looks like, like heading into the middle of your forehead, kind of. (laughs) 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 Just, just, you know, just that's my preference. Um, So, yeah, there's been a three in there before. There's been a three. Oh, God. Oh, that poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, let's go back to uh, Naked News. Um, I I, want to know, how long were you there and how did you get involved with Naked News in the first place? I was on the show for about three years, Mm -hmm. um, roughly. And one of their cameramen had messaged me on an old site that no one uses anymore called Model Mayhem and um, was asked to come in for an audition. And uh, yeah, I actually, I went in and I was like, kind of with this attitude, like I wasn't going to get it. So I maybe, maybe that's why it worked out so well. I had this like half like, oh, whatever, we'll do this and see how it goes kind of thing. Whereas um, sometimes with my acting gigs, I get like, really anxious about it this was more like ah let's just see how it goes whatever and then um turns out i have a weird personality that people like (laughs) (laughs) well i i for one one of the things i love most about you is uh is that you are just a straight up goddamn nerd yeah i have yeah (laughs) i i i love a lot of uh i i Probably when we met, you were doing a lot of uh, cosplay photo shoots. I was, yeah. I'd done like a X Men shoot. Um, I'd done some like heavy like like fantasy stuff. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I'd pose for like comic books and all that. Yeah, I remember back then. Yeah. Is that still something you spend any of your time, your free time on? Uh, are you reading anything these days, or are you? Yeah, like what, 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 what does what shape does your nerdly behavior take these days? Um, I I still do some cosplay stuff for my OnlyFans. Um, I don't know. I, I like the older I get, it seems like the more I want to put a sexy spin on everything. So a lot of it cannot go on regular social media, mm-hmm. you know, because you know there's there's Psylocke, but there's Psylocke with her ass out you know like there's that's the, that's the kind of brand that i want to do i want to put like a sexy imagination on everything that i've always loved um so i still do i just still do some cosplay and um photo shoots uh lately i've been like a real nerd about true crime oh yeah yeah that's been that's been my big thing i'm reading a book called Tokyo Vice and uh it's about um, an American reporter um, in Japan taking down uh, sex trafficking rings and um, basically getting run out of Japan. For okay. It. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty epic, crazy, true story. So um, my nerdism has like expanded to true crime, but. Um, you know, it's the holidays still, so I'll probably, like I do every year, watch all the Lord of the Rings in a row when it starts snowing. Gaming <laughs> <laughs> wise, I've I've been really into um, Doom Eternal. It's been like, yeah, Doom Eternal this year. I've been loving it. Yeah. See, I'm not, uh, I'm not I'm not a huge video game guy. But no, no, I've never been like I, I I have I have a couple of friends who I have one friend uh, Trent Gibson, wrestler from here in Toronto. And every once in a while, he he'll get one of the other one of the other boys, and they'll they'll get together and they'll they'll stream playing a video game. 
And I've I've told him, you know, this looks like fun. I'd love to do it. But I mean, the video game for me would have to be like words with friends. So, <laughs> I, Well, some people would like to watch other people play that, I think. I, um, but what, what about like arcade games? Like, uh, um, like arcade games. Some some arcade games. I used to have a couple of arcade games in my apartment, like full size cabinet arcade games. If if I were to get an arcade game now, I would probably get uh, a Golden Tee. Oh, nice! Yeah, Very nice. I used to I used to love Golden Tee, but um, the game that I am kind of into I'm, I'm a, I, I have a Nintendo Switch. It it occasionally gathers a layer a thin layer of dust on it, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, uh, Z- uh, Call of the Wild. I have to get back to. Legend of Zelda oh, Call of the Wild. I, I've let that one lapse for a while now. Uh, but I was playing, uh, until I had to start writing again, I was playing um, uh, Streets of Rage. Is that racing? No, no, no. It's a fighting game. Oh, okay. And, um, uh, you know, so there are a couple of things I play. There's a, but there's a game that uh, a lot of people have been streaming lately that I'm, I'm interested in called, uh, have you played Among Us? I have heard so much about Among Us. Um, sometimes I watch these uh, like creepy stories on YouTube. They're like these animated creepy stories that yeah. I like to watch when I sit in the bath. <laughs> it's like a ritual. And there's a lot of creepy stories about Among Us and like weird strangers on there. And, and like, but when they describe the gameplay without the creepy factor, I'm like, this game sounds awesome. It's about like, uh, like there's there's a spy or there's like a bad guy and you have to figure out who the spy is. In yeah, group or it's basically these little. It looks like the ghosts from Pac-Man are wearing spacesuits, but you're right. all you're all on a space station. The game designates one of you as uh as the the murderer, and you're all running around this space station completing tasks, and then somebody is murdering people, and once right. and if somebody is murdered. If you discover the body, you report the body, and then everybody comes together and they try to decide who the murderer was. Uh, but, right. But it's it, it turns into a debate where people are like, "No, no, 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 no! You saw me. I was doing this or whatever." It's it's actually it, it's ridiculously fun just to watch. I've played it a couple of times and I was terrible at it because I I didn't know the rules. <laughs> but uh but yeah that is a game that i will probably uh give a try and uh and stream with the with the guys and instantly get caught a bunch of times <laughs> yeah I've, that's one that i've considered too so after this you gotta make sure we get each other's friend codes okay so I, I think I, I think i'd be down to try among us it sounds fun yeah. um another thing i've tried uh a nerdy thing i guess that i've tried during lockdown is um i joined a group it's like they play a game that's similar to dungeons and dragons but it's uh called pathfinder oh i know pathfinder yeah yeah so i jumped in on a game um for one session uh to play with uh my friend's group and it was awesome i was like a butt punching cat person that (laughs) like um I just, I, I, you know, I love this game because it was like all about imagination. You could do whatever you want, say whatever you want, like pretty much anything's possible as long as uh, the person running the game says it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like three hours of just nerding out on my 
cat person persona. It was it was fantastic. I had a great time. Okay, I I have to tell you this because you 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 know or have at least have met some of the people involved, but the the bartender whose name we don't say on the show because he would get mad at me. Uh, oh, I don't know who that one is. Uh, <laughs> you you would know him. I'll tell you afterwards. But okay. <laughs> but at the club. I was going on and on for a, a few months about how I wanted to find uh, a DM, a dungeon master, and get a game of Dungeons and Dragons going and yeah. get a regular game going. And then one night at the club, uh, our bartender just said, okay, fuck this, and presented me with a scenario. And we started playing... Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> standing at the bar with like what? one yeah with like one 20 sided die and it tur- it it blossomed into a thing we started playing it over WhatsApp then it was like what are you guys doing we're playing Dungeons and Dragons I want in and so other people got added to it eventually we had like six people in this <laughs> In this party, playing Dungeons and Dragons over WhatsApp all night at work. We got shit for it at one point. (laughs) And it was months. Like, this was, like, probably a full year of this. Of us playing Dungeons and Dragons over, over WhatsApp. And our DM ended up from what was just, we're goofing around at the bar one night. He ended up taking it really seriously he developed a couple of modules that were like no shit it was i you you have to think and stay on your toes and i tried to i tried to murder our uh our bouncer in the game at least twice but uh i have to ask though was it was were there any dancers playing D&D with you. No, we didn't have any dancers. It was all it was all staff. I, I gotta say, I think that there might be dancers that would be into doing like the D&D There probably like, there probably yeah. would. There probably would. But this was the kind of game that um, like if something was going on at the club, if something, you know, like I mean you give people time to message you back because the place might get busy. Whereas with the with the dancers, I mean, you're always gonna be busy, right? If if things are good in the club, you're gonna be busy. So the whole par- the whole party can't wait. We just need you to roll a twelve sider. That's true. That's true. You know, that's why a lot of the times when I play, I tell people that my character also has narcolepsy, so that I can be gone for a long <laughs> time, and then I just put myself to sleep when I'm like, guys, I'm gonna be like gone for a bit, so yeah. my narcolepsy. Uh, you know how it yeah. is. <laughs> maybe maybe we've already figured this out, but I wrote this question, so I'm going to use it. Uh, is is hedonism is the 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 young swingers we get hedonism? Is it just part of the job or a good backdrop for content creation? Or are uh, when you're there, are you throwing your keys into the fishbowl too? Um, I have had many experiences there, so <laughs> I do participate. In all kinds of things. Like I mentioned before, like I love being watched. I love orgy rooms. I love orgies. I love 
all those things. So um, it, it's all the things that you mentioned. It's an awesome place to create content. Um, it's uh, it's a great way to facilitate an orgy or play out whatever fantasies you want. And um, yeah, it's it's like what, the best job I could ever ask for. I mean, like I host parties. I I like watch people hook up. I mean, I hook up. Like I've I tried a Sibian for the first time at Young Swingers Week at it during an eightsome, and like <laughs> I don't know when I would have been able to do something like that anywhere else. Okay, you decide best or worst story from hedonism. Give 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 us one, either the best or 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 the <laughs> the, the worst. Um, okay, well, let's, let's go with the best story. Okay. There's a, you know, those floating docks that you can put in the middle of the water and you have to swim up to? Yes. Uh, so basically I went out to one of those docks along with like seven other people (laughs) and there was... It's not the number (laughs) I was expecting. (laughs) What number were you? I don't know, but it wasn't seven. <laughs> it wasn't seven? Okay. But, um, seven other people and some sex toys and some drinks. And we played um, a very adult version of Spin the Bottle okay. called Spin, Spin the Dildo. <laughs> and like, keep in mind, like this dock is maybe like 20 feet from the shore. Like It's not far because you know, people are drinking. We can't make them swim into the ocean. Right. There's people on floaties all around. There's people like laying on chairs on the beach. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of eyes. So we started off with like a pretty tame um, game of spin the dildo that turned into like a lot of people eating each other out. And then like... <laughs> Then, like, we had an orgy on this floaty thing, except, like, <laughs> it's floating on water. It's, like, it's not a solid structure, so we're, like, making these waves, and it was just, like, it was so fun, and it was so fun having everyone watch, but it was, like, like sloppy and clumsy all at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of funny stories. I mean, the best stories are always, like, it results in a huge orgy for me. <laughs> or or the one time I told my friends all to take sexual enhancement pills all together. And then we, like, we um, we had to, like, tell each other tips on, like, how to, like, activate it. So, like, one person would be like, okay, I'm going to go have sex right now and try it and see if it's working. And they come back and they're, like, tell you, they're like, oh, it didn't work. You need to go try. You need to go have sex right now and see if it's working. <laughs> so we've done, like, some really silly stuff like that or just, like, um I don't know. It's a, it's just a, it's a good time for if you want to run around naked or, um, experience a lot of sexy stuff. <laughs> I mean, like the bad stories aren't even really that bad. I don't think like I haven't done anything that bad there, but I, I don't, I also don't drink, so I can't get myself in that much trouble. I think like really for me, alcohol isn't my vice. Like it's definitely sex. Like, yeah. You know, like, I, I'm i sure people think that I'm going crazy and, like, balls to the wall with all the things that I'm doing. I mean, like, my friend and I started doing underwater scuba bondage, which is something that no one's ever done before. Like, you can't really find what we've done on Pornhub, like, tying me up in ropes in the middle of the ocean. Um, but, yeah, I, I just feel like sex is definitely more my vice than alcohol. Alcohol makes it harder for me to get laid. <laughs> 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 because like I suck, you know, like I can't, like 
like walk properly or like talk and then I'm like oh how am I ever gonna get laid now like this is not like this doesn't help me at all <laughs> <laughs> let's let's wrap things up here what do you have coming up and tell tell everybody where they can find you online um I guess I would say stay tuned for upcoming swingers parties when it's safe um fingers crossed that's sooner than later you can find me at OnlyFans.com slash Kate Max. That's K-A-T-E-M-A-X-X. So two X's. Uh, where if you want to find all my porn, my jerk off instructional videos, and if you want you decorated and more. Um, <laughs> you can also search me on Instagram and Twitter. There's this Kate underscore Max with two X's. And I've got KateMax.com. Um, and yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, to see me in a strip club near you soon. Oh, I wouldn't mind going back to work. Uh, getting kind of bored oh, of my. I would love it. Getting kind of bored of my on. fucking apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just love like seeing people's faces when you show them your vagina. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Kate, Max, thank you very much for coming on the Handsome Genius Club, and. Uh, thank you. Hopefully, I will get to see you in person soon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Okay, kids, that is going to wrap it up for today. Uh, thank you again to Kate Max for coming on the Handsome Genius Club. Let's see, what can I tell you as we depart? Uh, social media, you can find me on all your social media at my name is Kingdom. And uh, <laughs> that's uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and the all-important Patreon. Christmas is coming. Why, why not subscribe uh, as we head into the new year? Why not subscribe to the Patreon as little as two bucks a month? There's, uh, there's some extra audio from today that I'm going to sift through and see if I can make a, uh, a bonus post. For Patreon, that's the kind of stuff I'm posting there. Extra comic strips with extra panels. Um, just stuff I'm drawing, stuff I'm writing. Uh, you get comic books each month. You can, you can get comic books each month. And every Friday, there is a bonus exclusive episode of this podcast just for patrons. And uh, as you can tell from today's episode... The quality is getting better and better. <laughs> um, yeah, so find me on social media and hell, come back tomorrow. Uh, I don't know what's going to be on tomorrow's show, but I got a lot to live up to from today. Wow. Um, okay, that's it. Take care of one another. Uh, find some good trouble to get into. And remember, kids, until you hear from me again, your Uncle Kingdom loves you. Bye.